0: Milwaukee's temperature thirty-seven degrees as we get you started today.
1: On <laughs> why from the Brandon's Roger, check 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 studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. Hello? This is Wisconsin's yes, Morning News. Here's your host Vince Petrono. Who
0: six twelve on Wisconsin's Morning News. We're clicking on all cylinders today. Well, Brandon's off, so we're covering on the sports. Yep. Taking care of it. It's a lot. A lot happening. It was a big sports day. So, but but we've got it handled. It's mm-hmm. it is handled.
2: We are on it. What do? You... And next weekend, here we go. Yes, yes. The king's coronation will take place. Wall to wall coverage. So, for starters,
0: <laughs> I'm actually surprised we haven't heard more about this. The king's coron- the king's coronation See, I think the is reason, coming up.
2: I think the reason we haven't is because the world is kind of over this kind of stuff. <laughs> and nobody likes him. <laughs> yeah, and he's kind of a goober, yes. <laughs> All of those things. So the coronation is Whoa, next Saturday. He's called the king of England a goober?
3: What <laughs> does that even 6th.
2: mean? Well, you know what I mean. Uh, so it's an early one, of course. So 5 a.m. Central Time next Saturday, May 6th, will be the coronation. There's a lot that takes place. So uh, mark it down on your calendar here, Vince. There'll be the recognition. That's start of a service. The Archbishop of Canterbury will conduct
0: First it. we we'll have the recognition.
2: Yeah, then the oath. Don't he will take s- the oath. He'll swear to uphold the Church of England and the law. He's then anointed. There's an investiture. Then the crowning. Anointment, investiture, they just- and then the crowning. Crowning. They drop that crown down. It v- comes all the way down there. And right when that happens, that. then it gets nasty. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. They got dancers. He's doing the worm. I heard he's a really good break dancer. Hey, king look, Charles. you just had the president of South Korea who broke out in karaoke <laughs> yeah, at the White House. So maybe, maybe not. I think it's the only thing. I, in order to make this more memorable, the king needs to do something like this. Just spin around. Have have three women dancing if, with them. If I may, Your Majesty, be approachable. <laughs> Let the people see you
0: dance. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so. <laughs> Your Majesty, Your Highness. If if, if I might suggest <laughs> a suggestion, Your Highness, <laughs> please. The, the, the people would love to see you in your natural form, cutting a rug as you're
2: dancing is. about. Give them, give them what they want. This is what I want. This is a viral video <laughs> that we would love to see. The Americans will love you for it. So set your uh, VCRs there, Vince. I know you're still rolling VCRs. You'll get that next Saturday.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs>
0: might be. 614 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an ESPN Sports Update with Eric and Vinny. Bucks losers last night 128-126 in overtime. That's it, done. Season over.
1: Allen's got to get a shot off. He doesn't get it off. The game is over and so is the season for the number 1 seed in these NBA playoffs. The Bucks will fall in round 1 here at Fiserv Forum.
2: You're kidding me! I, I, I do not understand how that happened. I'm not
0: stunned that we lost yesterday. I'm stunned that we lost the series. But we talked about the possible scenario that they come out in this. You know, it's an eight thirty tip. It's late. Nobody's got any energy behind it because we're down three one. But and, they were
2: up double they, digits right, again. It was fine. And like it takes work to lose that game, <laughs> like and they right, were they able and lo- they lost hard. They were able to lo- shoot ten percent, and and the the way the game was tied there at the end of regulation with uh, Butler with the silly circus stuff. Um, whatever. Anyway, Giannis had 38 points, 20 rebounds. So He didn't shoot very well from the free throw line. Thought this was a very interesting, uh, soundbite game interview. Eric named from the athletic, you hear him from time to time on Wisconsin's afternoon news. Okay. friend, friend yep. of the station. He asked Giannis about the season being a failure and Giannis a little frustrated by that. Do you view this season as a failure? We, you asked me the same question last year,
1: Eric. Okay. Uh, do you get, do you get the promotion every year? On your job. No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success.
2: Yeah, so he's a little frustrated by that. He's, he questioned whether or not MJ, Michael Jordan, if he called all those seasons, he didn't win championships. Were those also failures
0: I guess but MJ has what six this is true so we got one for Giannis in case you're wondering the heat <laughs> we'll go on to play the play the mix
2: and lots of changes coming to the Bucks.
0: Talk about the NFL draft round one tonight in Kansas City. Packers well-armed. An opportunity to restock the roster begins tonight.
1: Just don't use the word rebuild for Packers GM Brian Gutekunst. No,
2: I don't I don't ever look at it like that.
1: The Packers enter the draft with 11 selections, including three in the top 50. The
2: goals don't change around here. It's going to be the same goals we've always had, right? There's, there's one goal here every single year, no matter what.
1: The Packers' first pick is number
2: 13 overall. We're excited about this football team and where it can go. Obviously, we're a long ways away from what our 53- man roster and our 16-man practice squad is going to look like.
0: Greg Matzik, WTMJ Sports. So The Carolina Panthers have the first, first pick trading with the Chicago Bears. Greg's going to be part of our special post-Aaron Rodgers draft coverage beginning tonight at 6 o'clock on WTMJ. And Brewers off today, back at it tomorrow. 619 on Wisconsin's Morning News. 623 on Wisconsin's Morning News. More tall buildings, more trees, fewer lanes of traffic. Few of the themes under development in the Connecting Milwaukee Downtown 2040 plan, which is... Still in draft form, but our partners at the Milwaukee Business Journal had an early look and published some exciting and stunning renderings of what the city could look like in less than 20 years. Editor-in-Chief Mark Cass is with us this morning for the Milwaukee Business Journal. I want to talk through a few of those more significant ideas here, Mark. Let's start with this continuing conversation about tearing down part of I-794 that separates the Marquette Interchange from the Hone Bridge. Now, despite concerns of commuters, this seems like a popular idea among a lot of city leaders.
1: It, well, I mean, say, I would say this, Vince, it's growing in momentum. I mean, there's a group, I mean, it kind of started with a group of urbanists who really wanted it to happen. I mean, the mayor is in favor of it. Lafayette Crump in, is in favor. So it's really growing and growing and growing there. But, I mean, I have heard some concerns from some of the leaders of downtown talking about access, trying to, you know, obviously in and out, but it is growing, you know, and I would be shocked to, to, to see something not happen at this point. Obviously they're going to have to work it out with the state, but it could open up a lot of land under the freeway to look at an office retail, uh, obviously more green space there right now. You have a freeway that kind of, kind of splits up the city and, you know, and, and makes it a little bit harder for things to occur. So I think this thing is growing momentum. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I mean, up to mid I'm kind of surprised it's growing so fast, but you know, it really is moving
0: along. Tearing it down is one thing, Mark, but replacing with the types of developments that a lot of people, you know, see or project—that's another. Do you feel that sense yep. in the business community from the developers that the, the, all of these things we think will sprout up from that open space will actually happen?
1: You know, I'm not sure if all of them will, and, and it's going to happen over time. Look, at, I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously, for all of us, all of us need to look at an example. We just have to look on the other side of downtown for the Park East kind of how long that took, but kind of how it looks now. And you, and you obviously have an arena there, which wasn't there 20 years ago. You have everything that's going on in that area. So I think it will happen over time. You also have the lakefront there. You have a lot of that kind of things going on there. So I think some things will happen, maybe not right away. But you have to look at what's going on around that area. And obviously with Couture and everything else on the lakefront, it is a great spot. You know, I would think over time you'd see office, you'd see retail, and you'd see some green space, which is something, something that's really needed.
0: Also, talking about the current municipal owned property near City Hall on MacArthur Square as well, and on the current Milwaukee Public Museum property plans for that. And a lot of them are sort of these integrated neighborhood looking things. So there's yep. some green space, there's some development.
1: Yeah, really, something you're starting to see a lot out of City Hall. Something that they want is more mixed use, not just office, not just retail, but they want housing as part of it. They want green space as part of it. They want fewer cars as part of it, really, to make the downtown more inviting. The mayor obviously wants to grow our city quite a bit. And, you know, for that to happen, you have to have these kind of places where you can draw in people who can live, work, and play all in one area. You know, you, 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 I, I obviously know that you and I have talked about all the apartments that are being built downtown. You obviously have some more opportunities here, too. So I think that MacArthur Square was interesting. Kind of, I mean, I mean, for people like you and I who have lived here for a while, we've seen that area and always gone, what the heck's going on up here? You have this large area right in the heart of, heart of, you know, heart of the city that's very under, underused and, you know, not much goes on. You know, kind of what happens if you had a park there? What happens if you had access to it for sporting events and you know, things like that? So I think things like that are going to kind of over time will play out. But, it's, but, you know, obviously you have to have others who are very interested in it, too. So, you know, we'll see. That site's a little harder, I think.
2: Mark, it's Eric. I'm assuming you were there at the end of the game last oh, night. Oh, God. I think I just walked <laughs> in the
1: door for the game last night and then I'm so oh. crying in the streets oh. afterwards. Oh, my God. How do they not shoot on that last shot there, Eric? How does that not happen? <laughs> I
2: have a lot of questions about how that game ended. Yes, in oh, every way. I want
1: to talk Goodness. sports here. I want MadSec. Is MadSec still on the air? Hey, I really the, need to talk to him. I need did
0: you feel here. like you did your job because, you know, like the the fans took some, for maybe not having yeah. enough energy in some yeah. of those early games. Was it a good house?
1: Oh, yeah. It was a good house. It was very live. It was very active. But you know what? When you score, what, three? When well, they score eight? Eight in the fourth quarter and over, <laughs> yeah. you know, that doesn't make the crowd very happy. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of walking out of it. I was like, last night, I mean, it was surreal. Everybody expected a long run to be really playing into June. And here we are in April still, and we're done. Uh, I mean, and I also look at the economic impact of this. Think about this. We were planning for, you know, six more weeks of games large crowds in right. the district, national attention, international attention. Now it's just going to be kind of you and I walking around there, down there looking for something to do. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's, right. it's a big loss for the city. Yeah. I mean, from an economic standpoint, obviously from a sports standpoint, it's a huge loss. But uh, I think it's going to be an interesting summer Over there, no doubt about it.
0: I'm going to see you this afternoon, Milwaukee Business Journal hosting another event in your uh, RNC Impact Series. You've got the president and CEO of Destination Cleveland coming to town this afternoon. Cleveland hosted the Republican National Convention in 2016. So here's a guy who can tell us if all the promises, Mark, of the economic impact and all the visitors are actually going to come true.
1: You know, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about kind of what went right. We're going to talk about what went wrong. We're going to talk about the security zone, how that worked, how it impacted, you know, retailers and people around there, what happened kind of during that week. Were, I mean, were other residents of, of that area really kind of allowed in? And kind of, what the, kind of what it means long-term. You know, think about Cleveland. They had the All-Star game after they had the convention. Is that something that could happen here, and how did that happen? And, you know, the thing I also hear, Vince, all the time is, is that's going to help in 24, but it's also going to be supposed to help in 25, 26, 27, 28, in terms of people who are coming to Milwaukee. Has that happened in Cleveland? So we're going to hear a lot about that today. Hopefully learn from him because, you know, things went, things went well in Cleveland. Hopefully things will go well here much better than last night, hopefully. Man, I'm still mad about that. <laughs> I know you Get over it, Vince. Well, get over it by this over. afternoon. <laughs> we'll, I'll buy you
0: a drink. Mark Cass, <laughs> editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee thanks, Business <laughs> <laughs> Journal. See you this afternoon, my friend.
1: All right. All right, guys. Always good to talk to you.
0: I said right now in Milwaukee, to I you the temperature from before. Right. <laughs> it was 615 at one time. Yes. Brewers Community Foundation, us here at WTMJ Radio, we joined forces to help the Wisconsin Humane Society. And with your help, we sure did a good job.
3: Oh, my goodness. We were absolutely blown away. Well, we did it. The Drive for Charity raised over $5,700. We were able to more than double the amount of money collected from last year's drive, which just absolutely floored us.
4: That's Vice President of Marketing and Communications with the Wisconsin Humane Society, Angela Speed. And what about the actual supplies? Five pallets of food and supplies
3: and toys for the animals here at the Wisconsin Humane Society. And not a moment too soon, either. Right now, actually, we have over 90 dogs available for adoption. And so it couldn't have come at a better time. Right now, we just launched a special promotion that runs through May 6th. And so we have reduced fees by 50%
4: for all dogs six months and older. So if you're on the fence about maybe adopting a pal, here's your sign. Along with the animals they have in the shelter, they also have that furry friend's food pantry that's there for the community for anyone experiencing financial hardship, keeping pets and owners together.
3: And we routinely see those shelves go bare, and this morning I saw them just completely full, and knowing that we can help support animals out in the
4: community, it means a lot. And it couldn't have been done without you. On behalf of the Wisconsin Humane Society Brewers Community Foundation, WTMJ, and me, thank you Milwaukee, you done good.
0: And Deb, I'll let you point out, too, I mean, while her shelves were full, and we thank everybody who helped us with that, those shelves won't stay full for long. So if you're engaged in wanting to help with the animals in our area, they need your help Very often.
4: All the time. Yeah, you can you can always bring. They're never going to turn down uh, donations, honestly. then um, you can go to their website, too, to check out their wish list. And that's always up there of all the things that they need. But, yeah, if you think about it. And they're also covering all the different campuses, too. Most of the stuff we collected stays in the Milwaukee campus. But they also have Green Bay, Racine, uh, I think Dork County, I think. In Sockville, I know they've got that one too. So they've got a whole bunch of different campuses around. That uh, should they need anything, they're able to actually uh, shuttle things around and kind of shuffle the 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 goods around for them.
0: Well, appreciate you spearheading that for us here at WTMC. Glad I can help. Thanks to all of you who supported Debbie and the Brewers and the Humane Society.
2: Got a very profound extra points coming up. It is profound. Eric and I are handling sports today, and
0: extra points is going to be special. We got that coming up next.
1: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. Sports desk. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Vitranu. Yeah, that's right. Milwaukee Bucks season <laughs> is over.
0: Bucks fell to the Miami Heat late in Game Five of the first round series. One twenty-eight, one twenty-six. Your final in overtime. Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer. There's a ton of disappointment. Just you know, when your season ends, um, no matter how it happens, it's it's a it's a hard feeling. It's a disappointing feeling. So. I believe and trust those guys, and we all got to be better. Yeah, no.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> if you care, the Bucks, uh, the Heat rather, play the Knicks in the second round of the playoffs. Much more on the Bucks coming up in extra points here in a minute. Let's talk football, more. though. Round one of the NFL Draft takes place tonight in Kansas City. Following the trade of Aaron Rodgers, the Packers have just two rostered quarterbacks. Jordan Love and Danny Etling. Will GM Brian Gutekunst use the draft to add to the quarterback room? I'd like to have three at least, you know, before we get to the any of the throwing stuff. We haven't we're not there yet, but um um, certainly, we're gonna we're gonna add to that. The last time the Packers selected a
1: quarterback was 2020, when the team traded up in the first round to select Jordan Love. We've
2: seen steady growth um, through the, his three first three years here. What is put on a quarterback in the National Football League's plate? A starting quarterback is significant. We started to see him grow into that role and, and felt more confident. The Packers own three picks in the top 45. Greg Matzik, WTMJ Sports. Greg, of course, part of our draft coverage beginning tonight at 6 o'clock. Haircut,
0: short beard, all smiles. Aaron Rodgers introduced to the New York Jets and their fans in a news conference where, hope you like it, Jets fans, he's already not sure if he's playing next season.
2: Yeah, right now I'm just going to focus on this season. And uh, I'm excited about being here. I expect to be here uh, for the duration of the offseason. And I'm excited to get, to get to know my new teammates and the coaching staff and the organization. So, yeah, QB Watch 2024 already underway. <laughs> At least it's in New York. The Brewers off today. They did win a game three of their series with the Tigers.
0: Peralta, the kick and the pitch. Oh, look out. And that one nailed Javier Baez.
2: That's the highlight you picked? Yes. <laughs> okay, so the one, Sorry, Javi. the one highlight is Javi Baez getting beaned by Freddy Peralta, but he would settle in nicely. Six innings, four hits, no runs. Brewers win 6-2 off today. They play the Angels of Anaheim tomorrow at home. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's
1: morning news. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Vetrano. Eight seconds left. Giannis into the front court. Races ahead. Feeds to Middleton. Crosses over. Chris feeds out to Allen. Allen's got to get a shot off. He doesn't get it off. The game is over, and so is the season. For the number one seed in these NBA playoffs, the Bucks will fall in round one here at Fiserv Forum.
0: 652 on Wisconsin's Morning News this Thursday morning. Four college kids murdered in Idaho for weeks. No suspect. Then a guy appears to have no connection to the victims. He's arrested. And Then what about one of the young ladies who was home during the murders but waited hours to call 911? She is back in the news. As defense attorneys want to compel her to testify. ABC News crime and terrorism analyst Brad Garrett is with us live this morning. Brad, obviously the defense believes that this woman's testimony might be able to help them.
3: So the important uh, aspect of this is is this is not the trial. This is pretrial. So this is where the government puts on sufficient amount of evidence to convince the judge, in other words, probable cause, that he committed this crime. And so as a result, having witnesses testify goes on during trial. So most of the attorneys I've talked to are just shocked that a judge would allow in a pretrial hearing to have a victim testify. Now, this may well be the victim that looked, looked him in the eye because uh, he walked near or by her as he exited the house after he committed the four brutal murders upstairs upstairs and so as a result um, everyone's crashing their head like why would you allow this but apparently that's the argument the lawyers Coburger's lawyers argue that she's exculpatory which means she can prove that he's not guilty now i don't know how that's going to happen that's just sort of bizarre that's what i was wondering
2: brad what if we could speculate for a minute what would what evidence would she have other than being under oath in saying whether or not she actually saw him or could identify him
3: well if she is the one of the two surviving victims that that described him bushy eyebrows white male a certain height um, that you know that generally fits him now if it's lots of lots of people of course so she could say that but I don't know how that helps or hurts them you know I think there's another side to this that has nothing to do with the legal side of it then it may be Coburger pushing them to do it. Now, I don't know what's going on inside Brian Koberger's head. I can only tell you that people who commit these type of crimes, and I know that from interviewing folks, I know it from studying people who commit these types of really bizarre, violent, premeditated crimes, is that their identities tied up in committing these crimes, they relive them in their mind all the time. They fantasize about them. And is this an idea sort of for him to see one of the victims that he didn't kill? Um, is that sort of so, so, some sort of thrill for him? I don't know. Can he relive some of it if she's in the courtroom with him? I don't know. All I'm suggesting is it wouldn't surprise me if some of that is, is, is uh, the, 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 well may be going on in this case.
0: Uh, ABC News crime and terrorism analyst to Brad Garrett with us live this morning. Thank you, Brad. Fascinating development in this case. Coming up on six fifty six on Wisconsin's Morning News. Much more ahead. We'll talk a little bit more about the Bucks and that loss to the Heat, and. It- Few stories that we're watching that could develop in the news. Maybe some movement on this state-shared revenue issue that is, well, boy, it's been a thorn in the side for Milwaukee County, City of Milwaukee for many years, and
2: not just Milwaukee County though. There's a lot of municipalities across the state that have been pushing for something, including Waukesha County, and uh, we expect details on that this afternoon. Robin Voss going to hold a news conference right here downtown.